American Redoubt Radio Operators Network and is a nationwide disaster preparedness network made up of patient-oriented radio operators. So, Amron phonetically, Alpha, Mike, Romeo, Romeo, Oscar, November. This is a directed net, so please hold any traffic until that control station calls for it. Any emergency traffic may break in at any time. Covering tactics, techniques, news, technology, and concepts related to emergency communications in support of the American Readout Radio Operators Network. Grid up or grid down. This is Partisan Radio. Thank you for joining us for Volume 11 of Partisan Radio. Got off to a little bit of a late start, and we're not able to get this posted Sunday evening. So we're doing this Monday morning, trying to get uh, caught up after we had some technical difficulties last night. And we've got a couple of great things that we want to cover here. And a contest. We're going to be doing a giveaway next weekend, but you'll have this week to enter. I'll be talking about that in just a few moments. And our main topic for uh, this episode, or this volume, volume 11. First of all, I want to remind you also that T-Rex 2015 is scheduled for August 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's the Teotihuacan Readiness Exercise Practicing Grid Down Nationwide Catastrophic Event where communications are disrupted. It is a scenario-based exercise, and we'll have more details up as we are editing last year's video right now, and we will have that up either this afternoon or tomorrow morning. We're working diligently on that. There is a promo video from last year, and the information that is in that video is applicable to this year. It's just the scenario will be different, uh, but the, uh, the the promotional information about it is accurate except for the dates. So you can go and watch that if you'd like by going to amron.com, uh, clicking in the search box up in the upper right-hand corner and typing in T-Rex promo. And that will bring up last year's video. So give you a little sneak peek. It won't be much different this year uh, other than the dates. Now, last week we talked about burner phones. We gave away a burner phone. That is a disposable throwaway, over-the-counter, pay-with-cash, no-contract cell phone that's not tied to your identification. And we made that available in a contest, which we gave away. So congratulations to uh, our Amron operator who now has a burner phone. There's another resource that someone sent in, and this is over at teotwaki-blog.com, how-to burner phone. And I will post that also on the Partisan Radio episode highlights and resources posting for today and make that available to you so you can read up a little bit more on that. Now, normally I like to save the letters from listeners to the end with questions and comments and feedback and input, but I'm going to do that up front so I can clear the way to get to our main topics. And this one, uh, Mr. Schmidt, is it all right to get Amron level of membership, the one above Redoubter, while you're in the process of getting radios? Uh, I want to join core level once I get my radios. Okay, yes, of course. Uh, joining Amron is free. You can join as an Amron operator or as a redoubter, 
A redoubter is someone who is not making any commitment to be on the air and participate in the nets, but they want to be on the list because they don't want to be forgotten about in a disaster. They want others who are Amron operators in their area to know that they are there so they can try to reach them and pass on critical information to them. They're a redoubter saying, I'm here. Don't leave me out. Uh, an Amron operator is someone who says, look, I have some gear and equipment and skills. And if there's a disaster and during training exercises when I'm available to, I will be there. I uh, Count me in. I am part of this network, which means you participate in the network. So we want to strongly encourage you to do that. And you do not have to have your radio yet to join Amron, especially if you're in the process of getting your radios or getting licensed you can go ahead and join Amron. Uh, we know you're on your way, you're catching up, and uh, that just saves, well, administratively, us having to go in and do profile updates and, and deal with it if you're already on the list. So good job, and just keep uh, diligent, staying, working hard toward uh, getting your comms up. Yeah, absolutely, you can join Amron uh, while you're in the process of getting your radios. Now, once you get your radios, though, it sounds like you're new. So I would recommend for very new Amron operators or new radio operators to hold off on joining core. The Amron core is a little more advanced communications. There's more participation among Amron core operators. And most of them are experienced radio operators who are dealing with uh, a lot of HF, high frequency communications. And some of our newer radio operators feel very left behind and in the dust. Now, there's a great, great interactive support network in Amron Core that has really helped a lot of guys. But uh, it is definitely not a place where you can expect to be spoon-fed or handheld. Uh, you've got to want it and you've got to go after it. And if you do, there's plenty of support there for you. So Amron Core. Wait until you uh, are familiar with your equipment. You've been able to participate in some nets. You're familiar with uh, programming your equipment. And especially if you're uh, HF capable or on your way toward HF capable, you'll get the most out of being an Amron Core member. Now someone sent this in. I found this site today, sota.org.uk. I'm going to post the link in the highlights and resources post posting for Partisan Radio Volume 11. S-O-T-A, SOTA, that's S-Sierra Oscar Tango Alpha. Now, this is a fun way for you to practice your field capabilities. And I know a lot of you really try to orient your stations and your capabilities, your equipment toward being mobile, backpack, portable, mobile. That is a great skill to have. And it's something that could become a necessity one day uh, where you cannot stay in one place and you have to have communication. So you want to be as light and portable as possible and effective as possible. So what a great way to practice the getting involved in some of the activities. Now, Summits on the Air is SOTA. That's what it stands for. And it is a organization or a group of radio amateurs who... It has an award system where you achieve points and also for shortwave listeners to enjoy. And it encourages portable operation in mountainous areas. 
Now, soda has been carefully designed to make participation possible for everyone. So it's not just for mountaineers. There's awards for activators, those who ascend to the summits. And there's chasers who either operate from home or a local hilltop or even uh, activators on the summits. So these are the two. If you're an activator, you are a person going up to a summit who is putting out a signal. And then there are the chasers, those who try to receive those signals. And there's scored uh, points scored for sending and receiving signals from various different mountaintops, mountains around the world. And they have one in each country. Matter of fact, it says right here, soda is now fully operational in many countries across the world. Each country has its own association, which defines the recognized soda summits within that association. Each summit earns the activators and chasers a score, which is related to the height of the summit. Certificates are available for various scores, leading to the prestigious Mountain Goat and Shack Sloth trophies. An honor roll for activators and chasers is maintained at the SOTA online database. So a lot of fun, the way to score points and be a part of something that's a lot of fun, while at the same time developing some very important skills that could be incredibly useful in the future. This uh, listener writes, I'm planning on purchasing a QRP. That is low power. That's usually up to those QRP rigs are usually 5, 10, or 20 watts at maximum. A lot of them are 5 watts. So an HF rig, which is high frequency, seriously eyeing the Electcraft KX3 in the near future, along with a homebrew painter pole slash camera tripod. Okay, the Electcraft, the KX3, is an amazing radio. And uh, that's on my wish list. So maybe one day for my father's day, five years from now, I'll have one. But uh, those are great low power radios, portable, and there's a lot of radio packed into those. However, if you have no radio at all, I know a lot of guys want to, and gals, they want to start off going backpack portable and low power QRP rigs right out the gate when they have nothing else. That shouldn't be your first rig. Your first rig should be a full power, all mode, all band radio that you can use as a base or a mobile, or you can throw it in a backpack. Then you expand out to your low power uh, transceivers uh, because everyone that I know of who's tried to participate in nationwide Amron or other nets with a five watt radio has found themselves to be very frustrated and ended up having to go out and buy a amplifier for it so that they can reach other stations and participate consistently. So start off with a high power rig and then expand into your uh, your other specialized, lightweight, backpack portable, whiz-bang field operations transceivers. They also have a list of the uh, points values. I skipped that. Yeah, so you can see the different point values that each mountain has around the world when you participate in SOTA. Uh, now I've got another question here from Delta Mike 5 and I was hoping that you and the listening audience could help me out with that. He asks, do you have a source for radio parts? Now I could say yes all day long because uh, of all of the numerous uh, wholesale large radio supply stores out there. But he's asking specifically for discounted parts like a wholesale distributor or just a great, really great 
radio, kind of like a online junkyard for radio parts. I haven't had a chance to, to uh, really research that. But if any of you have some really great resources for inexpensive, maybe hard to find, uh, or discounted radio parts, shoot that into me. Just send it to John Jacob at RadioFreeRedoubt.com. All right, Nets. Nets are this week. I want to encourage you to participate in the Nets. Check in on voice and digital. Keep your skills honed. Tune in and uh, be listening for the net control operators. Be ready to step up as a relay in case the net control operator can't hear other stations that you can hear. Uh, Don't hesitate to jump in. And uh, if there's a pileup, well, the net control operators are supposed to be directing traffic and controlling all of that. Don't just assume somebody else is going to do it and then the poor operator out there doesn't get relayed in. And don't be afraid to key that mic. I know there's several of you that are having mic fright, brand new licensed operators that uh, just haven't worked up the courage to key that mic. Look, you're among friends and fellow patriots that want to help you out. So uh, don't be afraid. There's one other resource I want to mention, Sparks31. And there's a lot of great resources out there. We're all contributing to different facets, different components of preparedness, disaster, partisan, prepper communications. And one of the ones that I recommend, I want to bring one to your attention each week. I want to start off with Sparks31. Sparks31.com has done a great Great job. He is, uh, he's a patriot. Recently relocated to the American Redoubt, by the way. I took his grid down communications course and excellent. I talked about that last fall. He is a super geek, way beyond the geek level off the charts uh, compared to me. And uh, I really appreciate those guys that really understand the technical side. I handle more the organizational side of things. Uh, he's not really into networking and organizational so much as the technical side of it, and he has a lot to offer. So go and check out Sparks 31, really from a partisan, three percenter partisan kind of a perspective of radio communications. Really good stuff. And we also, we had him linked from Amron.com, but when we changed over to HTTP, we had to pull all of those banners because there was code in those that was just really messing stuff up. So we were getting him added back onto Amron.com this afternoon. Now, the other thing that's a, a great announcement that I've been looking forward to finally getting out to you guys is the application for mobile devices. Now, a couple of things on this. First... It is only available for Androids right now. We have a, an Amron Core operator, trusted, vetted Amron Core operator, who actually does apps for a living. He took a look at the app and he says, oh, I could have fun with this. Let's run with it. And uh, uh, Bravo Charlie 8 has done an amazing job of getting the app that we have available up and running. But it's not his uh, normal forte. So they've teamed up together, uh, these two Amron Core operators, and they are colluding to bring a great app together that will include the iPlatform, Windows, and Android, all of that. That's out of my area of expertise. But the Amron Core has actually had the app for about a week now, going on 10 days. And uh, we've been testing that, and it's... uh, just been a really fun feature to be able to have to notify the entire network at once. 
And we are going to make that available to the rest of the Amron network this Friday. So I want to give you a little sampling of what you can expect. Right now, it's a very vanilla, plain Jane. It has the Amron logo on it. Uh, and it is only set up for alerts. We are working on a pull-down menus that will give you access to the net schedules and uh, the frequencies and and uh, other information, including submitting spot reps and sit reps right there from your mobile device. But we'll have a monthly test to let you know that, well, to, for us to be able to test out the application so that we can do a nationwide notification instantaneously reaching everyone. Now, this app, when you download it, it will not be available at the Apple Store. It won't be available at the the Google Play Store. This is something that you will go to the website. We don't want to be any part of those uh, libraries. So you'll be able to directly download this to your smart device or even a smart burner phone. And it does not store or reveal any personal data. There is no security breaches here that, that gives away any of your personal information. And we also have the source code that we will make available to you. And I need to talk to the guys about how to do this. Either just post it on the website for you to look at or email it to you for the asking. Uh, we're working on that. But I have the source code. I can send it to anybody who wants to take a look at it uh, because security is a big concern for me. But what we will do is we'll have Amron, Amcon level one through five alerts both for real-world situations and for training exercises to let you know. And I'll give you a sampling here in a moment. Also, there will be a monthly Amcon test to make sure the system's working okay and so that you can make sure your app is working okay. And that should be done on the first, no later than the second calendar day of each month. And that will begin in... Uh, well, July now, since we're already in June. In fact, today is June 1st, so one will actually be sent out today to the Amron Core operators. And then Friday, when the rest of you get it, it'll be made available to you. Okay, this first one it was is what the Amcon monthly test would sound like, or anytime we need to test the system, which will be a minimum of once a month, will sound just like this. Notification. This is only a test of the MCON alert system. This is only a test. Okay, so when you receive the alert, you'll see a small icon up at the top left part of your screen, and that audio file will not play until you open up the app. So when you open that up, you'll see a typed out text message giving you, letting you know this is only a test, including an Amron banner, which will also get posted up on the website so you can see what those banners look like so you can recognize those when you see those. Now, as you know, the Amcon levels go from five to one, five being the lowest threat or no known threat, situation normal, all the way up to level one, which is an ongoing or imminent threat that is expected to disrupt conventional communications. That is an inbound or ongoing disaster, level one. And then uh, right now we're at level five, if you see the banner over at Amcon or Amron.com. And 
In each of these, we have real world and exercise modes. And let me just give you a demonstration of what an AMCON level three would sound like during a training exercise, because we will be using this during T-Rex 2015. We'll be using these apps during the grid up portion of the exercise. So when the AMCON level is raised to th level three during the exercise, this is what you'll hear when you open up the app. Notification. This is only a training exercise. MCON level. 3. Notification. MCON level. 3. Again. This is only an exercise. Open the MCON application for more details. Now, level 1 is unique because it is something that would be used in a real-world serious disaster situation. We want to make sure these uh, audio portions of these alerts do not go off until you open the app in case you're in a meeting or an, the doctor's office or something like that. Uh, we want to make sure that you can go into a private place or, or lower the volume before you open up the app. Uh, but level one is a little bit different. Now for the exercise version of the Amcon one alert, uh, the audio will not play until you open up the app. However, during a real-world disaster situation, uh, the audio will play as soon as you receive the alert. And that will also be accompanied by the air raid siren audio sound that you normally hear at the beginning of Radio Free Redoubt. And this is what an AMCON Level 1 alert would sound like, not an exercise. Stand by for message. Notification. MCON level. 1. Notification. MCON level. 1. This is not an exercise. Again. This is not an exercise. Notification. Open the MRON application for more details. And then finally we have a notification to let you know that an event is developing or ongoing where maybe we haven't had time to assess what AMCON level we should be at. But just to give everyone a heads up, maybe there is a hurricane inbound. Uh, maybe there is a tornado warning issued for an entire region like we had two weeks ago. Uh, in the central U.S. I want to let you know as soon as we receive those alerts, we'll push that out to you uh, as a notification of a developing event. And we also have an, a banner that will say regional slash local to let you know that this is a regionalized or local event that might not affect everyone, but we will put in the alert who is affected by that. And this is what that would sound like. Notification of developing situation. An event which could result in the disruption of conventional communications is occurring, or may occur, in the near future. Open the Emron application for more details. 
So more to come on that. We're looking forward to having that tool available and many of the upgrades that are being planned for that to make it easier for you to download and uh, functional. The functionality of it would be uh, very easy to use and intuitive. That's the new word. That's the new buzzword, intuitive. So uh, we're working on that. Now let's talk about this week's main topics. We're going to go a little bit long today for this volume. I want to talk about one-time pads. Now, one-time pads are not legal to use over ham radio. No encryption is legal to use over ham radio. Well, some of you have commercial radio. Some of you may want to have an extra tool to be able to pass on communications for hand communications, face-to-face, passing a message. So let's talk about this. I have a PDF that I'm going to upload to a posting that we are going to be posting. I shot it over to Polly01, and she's going to get this uploaded to Amron.com. One-time pads and introduction. And that will be made available uh, this afternoon, Monday, June 1st, in a separate posting with these PDFs attached. There will be three of them. Three PDF documents. This first one's called Secure Communications with the One-Time Pad Cipher. This paper provides the standard instructions on how to protect short text messages with one-time pad encryption. The encryption is performed with nothing more than a pencil and paper, but provides absolute message security. If properly applied, it is mathematically impossible for any eavesdropper to decrypt or break the message without the proper key. This is old school cryptology and it's effective and it's been used for a long time and it is still being used in some circles. Now, one-time pad encryption is a basic yet solid method to protect short text messages. This paper explains how to use the one-time pads, how to set up secure one-time pad communications and how to deal with its various security issues. It's easy to learn to work with one-time pads. The system is transparent and you do not need special equipment or any knowledge about cryptographic techniques or math beyond third grade math. If properly used, the system provides truly unbreakable encryption and it will be impossible for any eavesdropper to decrypt or break one-time pad encrypted messages by any type of crypton analytic attack without the proper key even with the infinite computational power. Okay, so why should you use encryption? Cryptography can protect the secrecy of your private communications. Privacy is a natural right that allows personal autonomy while ensuring your democratic freedoms of association and expression. The definition of privacy differs among cultures and countries. Some governments impose restrictions or prohibit the use of strong cryptography by their citizens because it limits government surveillance. The fight against crime and terrorism are popular excuses to blur the boundary between the illegally authorized surveillance and blunt intrusion in people's privacy. More about the legal issues regarding cryptography is found in Section 7J in this document that I will make available to you. Free, because it's not my work. I'm just sharing. He's sharing with the world, so I'm passing it on. Now, you'll see in there the in-pad and out-pad 
uh, I'm not going to worry about that here. This is for training purposes. So we're only going to use the one set of pads at this time that I've created for you. So here is your mission. You need to go and read these three documents that I posted. The one that I just introduced to you is much more in-depth. Secure communications with the one-time pad and cipher. There is another document which is a simplified one-time pad exercise that I created, which basically strips it right down to the basics of how to encrypt and decrypt a message with an example. Then I would strongly recommend that you do read through this secure communications with the one-time pad cipher that was written by Dirk Rijmenentz and uh, it's the one that I just uh, read from to you. Those resources are available. And that will make everything very clear. And I was going to put up an audio file with the numbers, a series of in sets of groups of five numbers, five number groups. But I'm not going to do that in this podcast, I'm just going to upload it to the website so you can see the string of numbers. Now, the other document, the third document is what you will need to decode the message that is posted up there on the website. It is a string of numbers in the posting for volume 11. When you open up this tree series PDF document, You'll see a conversion table at the top, and then you will have some instructions showing you how to use this. And in the second page, page two of that document, we'll have 12 sets of one-time pad keys. Now, these are all named at the top in the upper left-hand corner. There's birch, alder, cherry, willow, aspen, oak, and so on, named after trees. So this could be useful in a coded message where somebody says, I will meet you under the willow tree. They, you know, to use the one-time pad willow to decode this. You can customize this and be as creative as the imagination that you have. And that's what I just did with these. This is called the tree series. So in the future, we could have uh, encoded messages put out over the air on Radio Free Redoubt, which is not really over the air. It's a streaming internet, which is perfectly legal to send encryption over the internet. So during the podcast, you might hear a message saying to meet your brother under the larch. And you will know to use the one-time pad that is labeled larch. And if you follow the instructions you will be able to decode this message. I will just tell you right now, you will use the cherry tree one-time pad to decode the message that is going to be posted up there. It's a string of numbers. And that is a message that will tell you what you need to do to enter into the contest for this week. So you've got some homework to do. It is all up to you. You got to want it. And if you want it, the training and the support materials are right there for you. Play around with it. Become familiarized with it. It is a slow and it is a cumbersome process to use one-time pads. But they're still used. 
because they are so powerful, encryption, as long as you do it correctly and you don't make security mistakes. It's unbreakable. And it's fun. And who knows? It could be very useful one day. Oh, I forgot to mention what the prize is for this week. This is a battery bank holder, or it actually is a holder for an RV battery. And it also has pre-wired into it an inverter and a charger, which ties into the battery that it is not included. Uh, so you can have portable power with an inverter to uh, have 110 power available at your fingertips. Donated by Tactical Wood Gas. So we want to thank those guys for, uh, for providing that. And somebody's going to be the proud owner of a Tactical Wood Gas battery bank holder. So uh, if you follow the instructions in the one-time pad, support materials, you decode that string of numbers in that posting under volume 11 of Partisan Radio. You will be entered. So this is a chance for you guys to step up a little bit. And that's all I have, guys. This went a little bit long, normal than uh, planned and that I normally want to. But there's some good training. And hopefully I explain that well. I don't feel like I explained the one-time pad thing very well, but it's something that I can't explain. It's something you have to study. You got to go read it for yourself and it'll all click into place. And then we'll, we will reinforce this uh, in the future and tie this into other training exercises so we can keep keep that fresh, keep reinforcing the skill sets and uh, have fun at the same time and chances to win prizes. I have nothing further. This is John Jacob Schmidt, 73. As ready trained communicators, right up to the present time, radio hams have been busy every single minute. The ever-increasing group of radio amateurs who have equipped themselves at their own expense with two-way radio sets by amateurs who saw their opportunity to render a public service and paid off for Americans in trouble.